0: Hey everyone, welcome to our first ever online webinar. My name is Alex Burkett and I'm really super excited to begin this conversation today about how to market your campground or RV park in the off season. This is something that is super important when we look at trying to capitalize on a lot of this growth coming to the industry. And I'm really excited to talk with all of you about how to do better in your current marketing efforts. So again, I just want to say welcome. If you wanted to drop your park name and location in the chat box below, I would love to learn where a lot of you are from. Um, Just put your name, park name, and anything else that you think is important. And maybe we can make some connections here. um, Everybody can get to know each other and we can sort of pull resources and share uh, with our collective knowledge. So before we get started, I just want to share who this webinar is really for. So, this is for owners and operators of campgrounds or RV parks who are looking to improve your off season marketing efforts and grow your reservations. This can also be a really great resource for any individuals or marketers who are working together in the outdoor industry. So, if you're somebody that this really doesn't fit for you, this might not be as valuable as you think it is, um, and it might be best for you not to continue on with this webinar presentation because I'm going to go really deep and tailored to try and help owners and operators who work at these parks. So let's jump in and get started. So I'm going to cover, here's what we're going to cover today and sort of lay out our agenda so that you all know what sort of path we're heading down. First, we're going to talk about how to generate new reservations really quickly. Um, This is the most important part, I feel, in the entire webinar, just because we're really here and I'm really here to help you generate more money really quickly. Before we talk about all this long-term marketing planning and how to grow your campground and RV park, we need to get you up and running and generating new reservations quickly so that you have some time to think about how to do some of this long-term planning. Once we get the reservations flowing in and get you using your reservation systems better, I'm going to touch on how to do social media planning in only 30 minutes a day um, and how to make this process a lot easier for you. A lot of times this can be really daunting um, and something that's challenging because you don't know how to plan out all this content and tweak and what you should be sharing. Um, I'll touch on some different ideas and things and how to get that strategy in place so that this process becomes a lot easier. Once we get your sort of strategy nailed down in your social media planning, we'll talk about how to lay out your content into an editorial calendar where you know what you're going to be posting each day before the month has even began. And then finally, we'll cover how to manage your online reputation and online reviews so that customers continually become fans and followers and they're promoting your park for you, even when you're not doing it yourself. So that's kind of the agenda we're looking to cover, and I'll sort of break it down section by section. If you guys have any questions throughout, um, just jot them down, and at the end, I'll give you a place where you can email me with any specific questions you might have. But before we get started into all that good stuff, I'm going to talk about a little bit who am I and what I do. So my name is Alex Burkett. Um, I'm the agency owner at Outdoor Alliances, and I'm also a digital marketer who works directly with campgrounds, RV parks, in the outdoor industry. Um, I've also had the privilege of being the marketing director at Yogi Bear's Jellystone Park uh, in Akron, Ohio. And I've been working at that park for around five years now. Uh, And what has been really great is I've worked in a number of different positions. So we're talking about park operations, guest experience, human resources, uh, and then now in marketing. So I do really know what it's like to be in your shoes working running and operating these parks day to day Um, so this is not like i'm coming from sort of an outside perspective i've lived it and i've worked it and i've been in your shoes Um, and i know that these tips are going to make a difference in the results that you see both financially and operationally and that's why i'm excited to get in front of you and share this today and then also feel free to connect with me on social media if you'd like that's my uh username for pretty much every platform i'm on Um, I do share a lot of resources and things on my personal channels, uh, as well as different motivational content and things to keep you just inspired to continue to do great work for these campers. Let's talk a little bit about my results. So I have had a lot of success generating hundreds of thousands of dollars in new reservations and additional income for various park locations. I've increased web traffic, driving more revenue to these individual park locations, and I have a proven track record of success in growing social media engagement and audience growth. So everything that I'm going to talk to you about today, I've done, I've helped park owners do it, and I'm ready to share some of those tips with you so that you can get started and moving forward on this journey. I wanted to start this conversation about marketing with a quote that I think really sums up um, a lot of what we're gonna be talking about. Even if you're the best, so you've got the best location, the best staff, the best sites around, the best campground, no one will know about you if you don't promote yourself. And this is so true. Although your product should come first and the care that you have for your campers should come first, it's really important that more people know about you and what you do. If you're really as good as you say that you are, you should want to share this with everybody you know. And I'm gonna talk about how to continue to promote yourself. So let's jump into a lot of this amazing content. If you want to pull out a notebook and a pencil or a pen and start taking notes, this is the chance to do that before I get started. Because we're gonna go really fast and really deep, and I hope to cover a lot of stuff with you and provide a lot of value. So let's talk about how to get you up and running generating more reservations quickly. And the first step and what I think is the most important when we talk about generating reservations is staying in constant contact with the customers that you already have. So if you're like many campgrounds, you may have just closed for the season or you may be coming up to a point where you're getting ready to close for the season. Um, You just had a lot of people that just stayed with you for the last few months, and you've been getting their personal information, um, sometimes even their photos, their information, this is the time where you can start to get in contact with them again and continue to stay in front of them. So it's gonna be really important to get your campground on a regular social media schedule. And we'll talk about a little bit more what that means and how to go about doing that, but whether it's every day, every couple days, every week, You should be getting on a schedule where your customers can expect to find out the important information from you and what that looks like the second thing you can do to stay in constant contact with your customers is create an email list if you've never used a free service like uh, mailchimp or constant contact believe it or not is an email service um, aweber different things like that this can be really great to get all those emails from the people who just stayed with you Put those in an email list and send promotional emails at least every month with something new and exciting. You don't have to sell all the time to be selling your park. You can share that, hey, we've got this great new amenity coming to our park next year, and we wanted to let you know about it. And then just include your booking link in that email so that if customers are excited, they can immediately book their camping trip right there from that email. Uh, So you don't have to be asking them, hey, We want you to buy our stuff. We want you to book your campground. You can be sharing valuable content using this email list. And then you can also consider sending different direct mail pieces um, for major holidays like Christmas, New Year's, Valentine's Day, etc. Everybody likes to receive things in the mail, especially when they're not garbage or not something that's complete spam. Um, And this is something that just builds a lot of goodwill with your customers and can go a long way and keeping you top of mind when they're looking to book their next camping trip or next family vacation. So these are just some really easy ideas when we talk about generating those reservations quickly to continue to stay in that constant contact with the customers that you already have. The second thing that we'll talk about is using your reservation system to your advantage. So for a lot of you that are up and running already, you probably have a reservation system or some sort of tool that you're using to keep track of customers' data and to help you book these different sites when you're open. Um, The first step to this, if you haven't done this already, is to get in your reservation system and use a lot of that data that you're already gathering. Um, A lot of people don't realize that your reservation system is capturing all the important data that you need to continue to market to them and get them to return as repeat customers year after year. So this is how you can go into your reservation system, pull all the data, like customer's first and last name, their email, their address, phone number, all the things like that. And this is how you create that email list. This is how you create that postcard mailing list. And this is how you can use your reservation system to your advantage. This shouldn't be just a spot where you use to manage your reservations. Your reservation system should be your hub to generate new reservations in the future and manage the reservations that you already have. And this is where you can be focused on creating content for repeat bookings. And so the best example I have of this is um, at the campground that I work, Jellystone Park, we have themed weekends for different weekends in the year. This is really great because a lot of these weekends repeat year after year, and you may have annual events like this yourself at your campground, or you may offer seasonal uh, themed weekends like we do. And so one of the techniques that I've used that's had a lot of success is, if you have a weekend from the past, let's call it uh, like a chocolate or food weekend, and you have that same weekend coming up the following year, you can ask the people who stayed with you for that weekend this year, hey, do you want to book with us that same weekend for that same event this upcoming season? And you can create really good content using photos from the last year or talking about the new things that are coming next year to try and capture those repeat bookings. And all it takes is that you ask, hey, are you interested in this? We're doing this again. We saw you had a great time. Why don't you book with us again in the future? And this is a really great way to start using your reservation system to your advantage. All the customer data is there. All the information is there. And we just need to get you to a point where you're using this information better. And feel free to reach out if you need help with this step. Um, we can help you get into your reservation system and look at that data and find out how to segment this into these different groups um, and what different segments you can try and market to. This may be complicated and it may seem like, whoa, this is a lot of information to you right now, um, but I would be happy to help do this for you and sort of identify these different ways that you can market. Um, So just let me know if you need help with this. And if you have any questions, again, I'm going to provide my email at the very end for you to email me questions and I will get back to you with anything that you need help with. Wow, okay, so we've covered a lot so far, but let's continue going on and talk about contextual messaging. So I want everybody to picture how you browse content online now. A lot of you may have a Facebook account. You may have different news sites or blogs that you read. Um, You may read the news in a newspaper or listen to the radio on the way to work or when you're in your car. And when you're engaging with this content, you are consuming it in different ways. I mean, just think about it. When you're watching a show on TV or you're listening to your favorite program on the radio, you're hearing different things and they're marketing to you in different ways. We have to think about doing the same thing when you're trying to to deliver your message to your consumers on these different platforms. When you have different platforms you need to deliver your message in different ways, and it's such a subtle shift for many people, but they haven't really considered it until they start to do marketing for themselves. So what we're really, what we're really saying is, try and tell the same story in different ways. On some platforms, may be better for visual content. Think about the TV. Other places you may do better talking about audio content, think about the radio, or a podcast, or different things like that. So it's still the same story that we're trying to paint, whether your park has a great location and we're trying to talk about that, we may talk about it in different ways, talk about it visually on different social media platforms, talk about it on audio on radio interviews or things like that. And so this is one thing to consider both in trying to generate those reservations and staying in constant contact, but also as we get to talk about social media planning in 30 minutes a day. And that's what we're going to talk about next. How do we use this contextual messaging piece to inform what we do on social media and our social media strategy? So let's dive in and talk about that. Social media planning in 30 minutes a day. Now, before we talk about some of the individual platforms that a lot of you might be familiar with or use on social media, let's first talk about your overall branding. It's important that when we're setting up our listings on these different social media sites, that everything that we're putting on these platforms is consistent across the board. From the name that we use for our campground, the logos that we're using, the contact information like our park phone number, our address, our website, we want all this information to be consistent across the board. We don't want our customers getting confused with who this listing belongs to and whether this is our campground or not. We wanna make sure we're setting up everything correctly if we haven't set up these platforms already, or we may need to go in and edit our current listings and correct things that may be incorrect. So I wanted to talk through what this branding consistency looks like before we jump into overall strategy on these different platforms. Now, a lot of you may be thinking, wow, social media planning right now for me is not even on my top list of things that I spend my time on because I really just don't have the time to do this. And I completely understand most marketers and most owners and operators struggle because they don't have a plan. When you don't have a plan in place, you have no strategy in place. And a lot of times you don't have a plan in place because you have a lack of time to do it. A well-designed plan will save you time and money. And it will actually make you more money because you have this plan and strategy in place and your customers are going to be hearing from you more often. So we're gonna talk through how to create that strategy and how to put that plan in place so that you can continue to capitalize on social media in just 30 minutes a day. The first step in this strategy and in this social media planning is to do a social media audit, which is essentially a complicated word that means what are you currently doing and what social media networks are you currently using? Take time and jot that down if you haven't done so already. What social media networks are you using currently? And what social media networks do you want to be using? And the way to figure this out is figure out who is your current customer? Are they younger families or moms who may be 40 to 45 years old with a couple of kids? Are you trying to serve the retiree market? and you might be looking at a luxury RV park who's trying to target the 60 to 65-year-olds, figure out who are your customers and what social media networks do they use now. We're gonna try and develop a streamlined approach to manage these networks, but you need to know what are the different platforms they're using in order to start to form this strategy. Because if you're only going to be using a couple of different networks, you can focus more of your time and attention on these networks themselves, rather than looking at the whole presentation that I'm about to go through. So again, take some time, jot down, what social media networks do you currently use and what social media networks you want to be on? Okay, you've got that down. Let's continue on and get started looking at all the different platforms and how to use them. And if you don't know what social media networks you want to use, just pay attention as we go through each of these slides because I'm going to talk through what these platforms do, who's on them, and what sort of things you need to do once you're on the platform themselves. So we'll talk about the probably the bread and butter platform that everybody knows if you're on a social media site now, it's probably Facebook. And this is probably where most of your customers are on. In fact, I would say that no matter what target market you're looking at, they're probably using Facebook. And if there's one platform you need to get started with using today, this is the one. This is where you need to try and engage with your community, build your audience, and continue to share content. So, in each of these platforms that I'm going to go over, I've attached a screenshot from a different park or organization that I know or have worked with in the past. And so this is an example um, of a post from the campground that I, I work at and I'm marketing director at uh, Yogi beers, Jellystone park in Akron, Ohio. A really easy post to share was at the end of this season where we shared a post on thanking our customers and our team members for what a great season we had. And this post did really well for us. Got a hundred likes, 16 comments, and we continue to build our audience as we've been along. So this content again, does not have to be super promotional. Don't think of marketing as, Oh, I'm just going to be spamming my customers and promoting to them nonstop. You can have goodwill pieces like this. And in fact, continuing to share content that promotes your team, promotes your facilities, promotes what you're about, what you stand for. These are really good things to share. And this is how you can start to build that community. Um, You don't have to ask for the sale to be successful on social media. There's a time and a place to ask people to book and to ask people to stay at your park, but it doesn't have to be every post. And so three steps that I would say, or three things to do when using Facebook are promote and share great content. So this is images, text, videos, put that out there, engage and build your audience. So this includes telling people that, hey, we're on Facebook, like us on Facebook, follow us, engage with us, and then respond to comments. If people are commenting and engaging with what you're doing, respond back. Um, People like to know that they're talking to people, not just a business. So responding to those comments and having that interaction will allow you and your guests to feel like they're part of your community and part of your camping family. So that's just a little bit about how to use Facebook as a business. Next, we're going to jump into Instagram and how to use Instagram. Um, Instagram is a very visual platform, and it skews a lot younger than it does on Facebook. If you're trying to target retirees, this might not be the best platform for you. In fact, I may sort of direct you to stay really focused on Facebook and building your tribe there, before you would expand to other social media platforms. This is really great for sharing that visual content. So if you have great photos of your people, your amenities, what you have to offer, and even your culture and your team, this is a great place to share that. Um, Because it's younger and trendy, um, you may want to look at different hashtags, different trends that are happening online, Uh, and what other people in the industry are doing that are successful, and get those ideas. I would suggest with all of these platforms, spend time, at least an hour or two before you post anything, just researching, following different parks, learning, engaging with their content, figure out what's working there, and that will help you create ideas for sharing good content on Instagram. This is an example of Campgrounds of America, Um, in their sort of uh, Instagram page for their corporate office rather than just uh, an individual location. And they've had a ton of success on here, sharing photos from individual park locations, giving different tips and tricks on camping recipes, um, different Q&As, all sorts of different things on here um, have really worked for them and allowed them to build their audience and their tribe. Next, let's talk a little bit about Pinterest. This is one that's sort of an interesting platform and a platform that's growing a lot lately. And this is again, another one that skews a little bit younger and a little bit trendier. Uh, You have a lot more female consumption on Pinterest than males. Um, So if you're trying to target specifically moms or grandmas or uh, families with kids, this is a great platform to consider. Also really great for sharing visual content on your site and driving traffic to your website. This is again another Jellystone Park location, I believe the one in Maryland, that has built a really good following on their Pinterest site by sharing their blog posts as different pins. So they get to publish content for their blog on their website and also share this content on Pinterest. And because it's a good visual, It's visually appealing, helps support their brand, and also drive people back to their website to make new reservations. But you see, they're not really selling anything. They're providing value. Look at this pin here. Eight trip essentials. Completely valuable to the people that they're trying to reach, but it also leads them back to their site to potentially explore what they have to offer uh, and maybe even book a reservation. So this is a great, great tool if you want to try and get people back to your website and share that visual content with females, moms, and families. Next, let's talk about a trendy platform that a lot of you may have heard a lot about, but maybe you don't have a ton of experience with. And this one's TikTok. So just recently, Jellystone and Akron uh, launched a TikTok page to try and learn these new trends, figure out what relevant hashtags they're using, uh, and connect with the younger audience. So this page is about a couple months old and you see we're already up to around a thousand followers with a couple of viral videos that have reached thousands of people. Um, this is really great if you have somebody who's really creative or you want to talk about the different trends and things that are coming and share those different relevant hashtags, relevant videos, etc. And then we're going to stay with me here before we're going into our last Two platforms into a little bit of a deep dive. And so that one that I want to talk about is using LinkedIn. This is a great platform for sharing content, um, starting discussions with people, and most notably, this would be a great platform to share hiring and job opportunities. So you see from Jellystone Park in Freedmont, Indiana, they have a really good base of their employees who are using LinkedIn to share their content and promote what they're doing. They have almost 600 followers, 90 employees on LinkedIn, and they regularly post and share job opportunities to try and get people to come work for them at their park. I know that hiring and uh, employment may be an issue for you that you struggled with this last off-season, like it was for many campgrounds. LinkedIn can be a really great platform to also share different job opportunities and job descriptions here um, in a network where more people can see the opportunities that you have at your park. So I would highly encourage you, especially when you get around to hiring season, consider setting up a LinkedIn page and share blog content that you're already posting on your website and job opportunities. Those are the top two things that I would recommend if you're getting started to post on LinkedIn. And then finally, let's talk about using Twitter. This is one that I would say, if there's a platform that you don't want to, get started with or explore, this is probably the one that I would leave out. Um, If you're looking to sort of dedicate your time to all of these platforms, Twitter would probably be the one that I would consider doing last, once you have a good grip on all the other platforms that we already mentioned. But it's still important to consider that you can schedule posts here, um, you can do respond to people who are mentioning to you, share valuable content, um, and repurpose some of your content for other platforms on Twitter. Um, It's not to say that this platform isn't valuable, or that you shouldn't consider using it. It just is not necessarily the place that I would recommend for starting to build your community or build your tribe. It's a good place to build along with another one of these platforms. And so when you look at all the platforms that we just considered, from Facebook to Instagram to Pinterest, TikTok, LinkedIn, and Twitter, this is where we look at breaking out our day, the 30 minutes a day into creating content on each of these platforms. So imagine you had that 30 minute slice. How would you divide that up? And what platforms would you want to spend your time on? If you dedicated 10 minutes to Facebook and you had 20 minutes left, where would you try and spend those other 20 minutes at? And this is where I challenge you to think about how you would divide up that time and how you would spend that time and create a strategy that allows you to focus on one or two key platforms that you want to focus your 30 minutes a day on and get really good at them. Build up those other platforms, continue to share valuable posts and valuable information. And once your platforms are growing, that's when you can consider branching out into other platforms and other opportunities and other spaces. Now that you've thought through what that 30 minutes might look like, Now we can talk about how to create an editorial calendar and build out that content. So you really want to think about your editorial calendar as a good framework for publishing better content. This is where you really create your plan and attack it step-by-step. And when you're going to build out your editorial calendar, or simply put just a monthly calendar, um, you want to plan this out before the month has even began. So if you're watching this now in December, you might want to start with an editorial calendar for January and plan out January 1 through the end of the month and create that plan of attack for each platform and get into that regular contact and posting cadence. So whether that is every day, every other day, uh, or every week with something like an email newsletter, you want to plan that out on the calendar so you know what you're going to share and when. You don't wanna have to be creating this content on the day that you're planning to post it. Plan everything out in advance or plan as much of your framework out in advance as you can. And then we wanna talk about developing that content strategy. So here's some three things that you could look at when you're trying to plan out this content on your calendar. Define your goals. What are you planning to do? Are you trying to grow your reservations? Are you trying to grow your audience? on these social media platforms? Are you trying to get more people to become aware that you exist and that you have a campground? And then you also wanna look at things like who are your current customers and what is your competition doing? And you can get a lot of really good ideas from your competition and what they're doing on social media. And then you wanna also look at how do you position yourself and what content do you want to create? So again, this goes back to Who are your customers and who are you targeting? And your positioning comes by thinking through what are the things that you do that you're really good at? Is it your location? Is it your staff? Is it your campground sites or cabins? Is it your activities? From there that will help you create good content. Just talk about the things that you're an expert in or the things that why your customers stay with you in the first place. Talk about them more. Talk about the new things that are coming to your park that year. What are your new amenities? Do you have new activities to offer? Did you just upgrade your pool and you just put in all new seating? Share a post about that. Talk about it. Get people excited about it. And this is how you can continue to develop that content strategy. And you see how a lot of these posts simply write themselves. Now, let's talk about creating your first month of content. This is where we get really practical. Like I said, you can use an online tool, like a scheduling tool, um, Google Calendar or some version of an online calendar, or just simply print one out and handwrite it. Handwrite that on the 1st of January, we're gonna talk about our new amenities for this year. Write that on your calendar, put that out. And then think through what photos, what text, what site links, if any, what hashtags, am I going to use? And start planning into that content production mode. And here's the process. You wanna start with an idea, like 2021 or 2022 new amenities. And you wanna write out what that content might look like. What's information you know you wanna include? What are things you know you wanna talk about in that post? Then look at creating that content. So it would be taking new photos or getting a photo from online Then you want to edit and refine that content. And then finally, you're at the point where you're ready to publish. And so with every idea you think might fit on your content calendar, go through that same process. Start with your idea first. Write out your ideas and what that content would look like. Go out and create it or design it or have somebody help you create or design it. Then you want to edit and refine that content to the point where you're really happy with it. And then you're ready to publish it onto these different platforms that we've already talked about. And then finally, continue to improve on what you're doing. This is going to be a long process. And this is something that you need to consistently do and consistently get in the habit of doing. Your first month when you go to plan out this content, it may be rough and it may be rocky, but you want to look at continuing to improve each time that you post, continuing to learn, continue to, engage with people on there and continue to build your audience. Things you can look at when you're looking to improve your content layer is how often are you publishing your content? What's that volume look like? Are you creating enough content and what type of content are you making? Do you want to create more videos? Do you want to get new photos? Uh, Do you want to make more blog posts or written pieces of content? And then you wanna look at what metrics should you be tracking. These are things like how many people are liking your post, how many new followers are you getting, how many shares or comments are you getting on your post. And these are all important to track and to measure. Um, But for right now at the beginning, just worry about doing it, getting in the habit of consistently doing it, planning out that first month of content and getting in the habit of creating something Um, putting something out there gives you a chance to promote yourself and get new exposure. It's less important to track what you're doing in the beginning than just to tell people about it and consistently do it. And then finally, you can look at the timing of your content. What time of day should you be posting it? Um, Is it better to post in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening? That's something that you're going to have to explore with your audience at first and figure out what works best with them and when are they on the platform. Okay. Wow, that was a lot to talk about for social media strategy and looking at how to plan out our content on our calendar. If you have any questions, remember, feel free to continue to write those down. I'll give you an opportunity to share those later uh, and send me an email and I can answer any questions you might have but for now let's continue moving forward and talking through managing your online reputation and online reviews. So this is something that's super important, especially if you're a newer campground or a campground that's just changed ownership or even a campground that's just been operating for years but maybe have never prioritized what your online reputation is and how to manage these online reviews. The first step in all of this is to claim your listings. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, think about different review sites that you visit when you're looking to explore reviews before visiting a place. So this could be on Google, uh, Facebook, TripAdvisor, um, Yelp. These are popular review sites that people regularly leave reviews for businesses And it's important that you go in and make sure that your information is accurate and you claim those online listings so that you have control of the information that's being shared this also allows you to respond to visitors and basically tell them your thoughts on the review that's being left so why is this important you can keep your information accurate and up to date Um, This is better for search results and helping you generate new leads for your business. This also ensures that other people like competitors can't claim your listing for you and try and damage your online reputation. And it allows you to respond to those past reviews and helps you get more reviews later. So you're going to want to go in and respond to these past reviews after you've claimed your listing. This is especially important to do for your most recent reviews and any and all negative reviews that you may have received. And it's important to continue to use best practices when you're trying to respond to these. So don't just as, just like you would talk to a customer in person, you would not try and want to be mean or degrading, um, or try and say things that could potentially damage your reputation further. You want to be respectful, but be honest if the customer uh is not accurately portraying a situation or what happened for the business. Um, Be considerate, be honest about what happened, but just remember that other customers and other people online can see your response just like they can see the review. Um, Make sure you're being respectful, make sure you're accurately portraying the information um, and be honest. It's also really great for people to see that you care about the reviews that are being left and that you're willing to listen to your customers and the information that they're sharing now once you've gone through and responded to all your past reviews and your negative reviews now we want to try and encourage new positive reviews online and all this takes is continuously asking especially guests who you know had a positive experience at your park and this is important to try and get all this in place before you start your next peak season and get into the regular camping season whether this is a physical form um, some piece of online technology like a survey or an email survey that's sent to guests after they stayed with you you want to make sure that you have this ready to go um, so that guests can easily respond and create these reviews online for you this is a great way to get feedback from guests firsthand so you can understand what their experience is like. You can try and change and adapt things if you notice a pattern. Um, But it's also really good to continue to build that reputation online so new customers see that, wow, there's a lot of people staying here that have had a really good time. We should try and check this out for ourselves in our next vacation. Okay, I'm going to go through a quick webinar recap because we just covered a lot of stuff in about 40 minutes. And I'm going to make sure that If you're looking at a summary list of things to do and good takeaways from this webinar, here it is. So number one, we want to focus on getting you started with generating reservations very quickly. And remember, this is all about using your current reservation system and the data you've gathered to try and generate those reservations and get new repeat customers fast. We want to get you in, get you started, and get money in your door quickly tomorrow. After we've got some of these things in place and we've looked at that data, we've segmented your customers, now we can look at claiming your social media sites, if you haven't done so already, or editing social media sites that you're currently using to portray accurate information to your customers. Once we know what sites you're going to be on, and what sites you're working with. Now we can plan out your social media strategy and figure out what content you should be sharing. Remember to consider what platforms you should be on, whether it's important to be on Facebook or Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, LinkedIn, or Twitter. This goes into your social media strategy and what sort of content you need to be creating. After you've developed your strategy and you know what platforms you wanna be on, Now it's important to create that calendar and start scheduling content. You wanna go through that step-by-step process of creating an idea, writing out the idea, creating new content, editing, and then finally publish. After you've got your content calendar planned out and you know what content you're creating for the month, now we can focus on claiming your listings online and continuing to manage your online reputation. This is where we want to get you set up for success for next year and generating new positive reviews for you and your campground. This is a great six step list of everything that you should do to really conquer your off season marketing for campgrounds and RV parks. This is a great list of actionable tasks that will generate real success and real revenue for your business come next year. Now, I know this was a lot, and there may be a lot of stuff in here that you've never heard before, and you may be confused with. And that's where I'm here to help and to break that down into something that's easy for you to understand and easy for you to implement. I know we all may be at different levels here, um, from beginners who don't have their campground yet or haven't even operated their campground yet, to seasoned pros who may just be looking at ways to generate more revenue, and maximize their off-season marketing efforts. We're all at different stages, and I'm here to help you along whatever stage of the journey you're at. Please feel free to email me, even if you're not a client. Um, I'm here to help answer any questions that anyone has at any time, free of charge. Um, You can ask me as complicated a question as you want, and I'm going to do my best to find the resources and the tools that you need to get started and really go head on um, in your journey. That's my email there. Please feel free to write it down. Shoot me an email with any questions you might have, and I'll be happy to help. So again, thank you so very much for joining this webinar presentation. Any final questions can be directed to me, and I will get back to you as soon as you can. I wish everybody a ton of success in their off-season marketing efforts, and I can't wait for all of you to crush it in 2022.